Blazers League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through round six. What a round of football and uh, one that's quite sad for some NRL teams as well. Obviously having their players, you know, being ruled out for the season. You've got Adam Dewey, who looks to be reportedly out for the year with that re-ACL injury, which is pretty sad for him, pretty unfortunate. Uh, not only for him, but for the West Tigers. You know, Adam Dewey, um, I thought was outstanding at 5-8 the other night as well and you know while the West Tigers were competitive he looked quite good and um, same for the Knights and Jaden Braley I mean they don't really have an out and out nine now um, going into this season because actually his one was confirmed this morning that he's redone his ACL injury as well so both of those guys out for the year Jaden Braley I think is the one that's worse obviously because you know his club doesn't have a nine Kurt Mann he does okay when he's in that utility sort of role but look it's going to be tough. It is going to be tough over the next few days for, you know, the Newcastle Knights to sort of pick that nine and for, you know, Kurt Mann to be that nine going into the rest of the year. You know, I actually quite like him being back in the spine. It's actually a good thing that he's not, you know, that battering ram lock forward. If he does, you know, go into that number nine role or if they pick Crossland there, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick Crossland there, to be honest, be honest, and they keep, you know, Kurt Mann in that 14 or 13 sort of role. But yeah, look, the Knights' job already has just become so much harder because they're trying to compete and be this, you know, top top echelon sort of team, not top eight team, but, you know, sort of working their way towards being a top eight team. And then they're getting a massive injury blow here with Jaden Braley redoing that ACL injury. I mean, that is massive for the Newcastle Knights. Absolutely massive. And especially when they've just traded away as well, their, you know, second stint number nine in Chris Randall. They don't really have an out and out nine. As I said before, they've only got guys like, you know, Kurt Mann, who plays that utility role, or Phoenix Crossland, who's come in and played nine a few times during the year when Jaden Braley's gone down with other little injuries, but yeah, look, that's massive for the Newcastle Knights, and then same for the West Tigers, losing their main 5-8. You'd imagine that Brandon Waker would come in and play that number, you know, number six sort of role, or maybe number seven, and Luke Brooks goes into the six. Um, for me, I think it's time to bring back in Dane Laurie as well into the fullback role as well. You know, I've got nothing against, um, I've got nothing against Charlie Staines, I think he's had a really good crack while he's been in there in the fullback sort of role. Uh, but I'd rather have, you know, Dane Laurie in there because he's been one of their best players of last year. I think there's no real point in sort of fixing something that isn't broken there. Put Dane Laurie back in the side. But yeah, look, I think both of those clubs are going to be struggling over the next few days. But there you go, just a little bit of an update on two little, you know, not little, big injuries that have happened that are going to cost, you know, maybe cost these teams their seasons, to be honest, to be costing them an opportunity to be a top four, or not top four, like a top four of the bottom eight if that makes sense, the top four of the bottom eight sort of area team. So like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 sort of area. Um, you know, I could definitely see the West Tigers and the Knights sitting around there with their main guys, but losing Adam Dewey uh, and Jaden Braley, it's going to make the job a lot harder to get there. Uh, but let's talk about the first game of round six. It was the Melbourne Storm uh, v. the Roosters. And what a tough game this was. Now, obviously, the scoreline sort of tells you otherwise. It tells you otherwise in terms of how tough this game was. But if you sit back and watch this game, uh, it was a really, really tough contest, especially in the, in the first half as well. 
you know, other than the sin binning, I thought that Victor Radley was quite tough there through the middle. His defense was outstanding. Uh, I was a real meter eater in this side. And then I think as soon as he went off the defense, it sort of fell asleep a little bit. The storm were getting through the middle a lot easier. You know, Christian Walsh sort of threw an offload and uh, helped score a few tries through the middle. I thought he was outstanding, Christian Welsh. I think, you know, you look at all the performances from guys like Cameron Munster, Nick Meany, uh, all the performances in this game, but you don't really look at a guy like Christian Welsh. He's there in the front row putting in a lot of work with his offloading game and his running meters and just every little, all the little things that he did in that game. Uh, I thought he was absolutely sensational. And then you obviously look at the guys in the spine like Munster, like, you know, Radley for the Roosters. I thought those guys had some really tough games as well. Uh, Munster especially, he really lit up. Uh, Meany as well. Meany for that try off the Munster kick was absolutely sensational. Um, but yeah, look, it was just a tough performance performance through the middle as well from Melbourne and as I said particularly when Radley was off you you could notice that the defense through the middle was a little bit weaker for the Roosters and uh, just having that one less guy you know really um, set up the storm to score those few tries through guys like Xavier Coates who scored a hat trick in this game and um, like like Nick Meany through the middle and that's really when the storm started to get on a roll Um, but yeah look as I said, the scoreline really doesn't speak for how tough this game, especially defensively, was um, from the Roosters and from the Melbourne Storm. So uh, I do want to credit the Roosters in that regard, but you know you can't really discredit the Storm and their performance that they put in as well. They were absolutely phenomenal, the Melbourne Storm. The Melbourne Storm of old, if you like to call it that, you know, if they play this way throughout the entirety of the season, they are going to be something special and they're going to be a real grand final contender for me, the Melbourne Storm, if they weren't already. I mean, the storm sort of got in the rooster's head early anyway. There was an error off the kickoff. There was on the first set after the kickoff, uh, there was an error by the Roosters. The Storm forced a line dropout straight after that as well. And they sort of got in the Roosters head slowly in this game as well. Um, The Storm, they showed a lot of desperation as well. And uh, the Roosters, you know, it was very hard for them to gain momentum, but they sort of started to gain the momentum. Uh, It was swinging throughout the first half. And obviously, Radley comes off and things change. Um, But, you know, as I said, tough physical game and then Radley comes off in the storm they score about three or four tries after um, Radley does come off and they have all the momentum I do want to say that there was a big swinging point in the game obviously with that Jackson Paolo try saver I think it was on Xavier Coates that was amazing that was absolutely amazing a big moment in the game the Roosters they look like they've given up and then Paolo he puts in a massive effort gives the Roosters a bit of sting and you know they come out a bit harder in after that play uh, it was a really big play big moment in the game by Jackson Bolo. Uh, as I said, the monster chip for Meany, that try was amazing through the middle there. Uh, just absolutely timed to perfection. I mean, uh, Munster had a really big game in this one, a really big game. He was super, super solid. I think the first half, to be honest, was better than the second half. Even though there was a lot going on in the second half, I thought that the first half, it really showed how good the Melbourne Storm are, particularly, you know, when they got that opportunity through Radley coming off, they were absolutely fantastic and they took that opportunity with the scruff of the neck there and really put some points on. Uh, Harry Grant, I want to talk about him and his kicking game. Now, obviously, I've talked about this guy quite a bit, and he's with the Bulldogs at the moment, Peter Breen. Now, he's working with the Bulldogs more so in the passing department and in the offloading department. And, you know, we saw the other week an example of it. Uh, I believe it was against the West Tigers, actually, with Viliami Kikau and one of his offloads uh, to Matt Burton, I think it was. Um, You know, 
they've been really working on their offloading game. Actually, it was William really kick out to Hayes Perham now that I remember. Um, they've been really working on their offloading and passing game through Peter Breen. But when he was over at Melbourne, he was sort of working with the spine, Harry Grant, Cam Munster, Jerome Hughes on their kicking games. Uh, not just goal kicking, but in play kicking and kicking out of dummy half. Uh, he's worked with some really, really big stars in rugby union in that space, like Geordie Barrett and Bowden Barrett. He's also worked with Aaron Smith, who is the equivalent of a dummy half in an He's a scrum half over there. Um, but he's working with Harry Grant passing in a dummy half, which is why Harry Grant's passing game in a dummy half has gotten a lot better over the past year. Um, and his kicking game. And I think that really showed. And it's a big part of his game that's improved, Harry Grant. You don't want to take anything away from Harry Grant as well. Um, but his kicking game has improved out of sight. And as we saw that, especially uh, in this game, that kick out of the dummy half to kick the 40-20. That was insane, absolutely insane. And again, another big moment in this game that really, you know, gave the Melbourne Storm that momentum and that edge going into this one. So, yeah, just some big moments, um, some tough physicality, uh, the desperation from Melbourne as well, um, the defensive intensity from Melbourne as well, as particularly in the second half. Uh, they were really, really intense in defence. That was a nice little rhyme there. Um, look, the combinations for the Roosters either weren't gelling. I mean, Suwali was caught out of position a few times, uh, particularly when they were spreading down that left-hand side. Um, Suwali was just in front of, you know, uh, Sam Walker, I think it was the first time. Uh, and then Suwali was just pretty much nowhere to be seen the second time with Luke Keary. Uh, he was caught out of position a few times there, Joseph Suwali. Particularly when the Roosters had the momentum in that game as well. He was sort of caught out of position. They were having the momentum. They were going down the left-hand side, one of their strongest sides as well. Uh, and Suwali was just caught out of position and it really hurt the Roosters, particularly when they were trying to win in the game. Uh, Munster or class. Harry Grant had a blinder as well. Not just that kick out of dummy half of the 40-20, but just the little things as well. Uh, and just his play out of dummy half looked super dangerous the whole time. Some big moments for him in that game. Uh, and as I said, Welch, I think that his performance hasn't been spoken about, but he was sensational in this game. Uh, really tough performance from him. Well,